everybody, and welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up. Thank you for joining us once again. And this week's Zach Attack, the big play breakdown with Zach Lanning. Zach, take it away. Yeah, Matt, an offensive explosion across the league this week. Uh, really impressive stuff uh, on offense from, from a lot of teams all over the place. Um, but the, the game that I focus in on this week, my game of the week coming in, was the Utah Warriors versus the Houston Sabercats. Uh, the Sabercats have captured my heart recently. You know, I've enjoyed watching them play coming back from getting you know shut out a couple times to really finding a, a groove here. It, it was a home game for Utah. Houston comes in and puts up two quick scores to go ahead 12 nothing. Uh, so, you know, Utah is, is definitely on the back foot, but they hang tough. Uh, and in the 11th minute, you know, they've scored once again to make it 12-5, and they're set up here again with a line-out in good position. Now, Houston struggled all day with the line-out, Matt. They couldn't maintain possession, losing five of their own line-outs in the game. And they also struggled to defend Utah's mall, getting penalized multiple times for illegally collapsing the mall, uh, which led to a few scores for, for Utah. Um, and that, you know, that's the case here. Uh, Utah gets a great drive in the mall off the line out here, completely scattering Houston's forward pack. Now, Diego Manio, the eight man for Houston, is eventually able to bring the ball carrier down. But, this, but uh, the Utah is prepared to get the ball out quickly, looking to use that momentum to generate good attacking ball. Scrum half Michael Basca for the Warriors gets it to fly half Hagen Schulte, who throws a skip pass to outside center Tyler Fisher. At this point, fullback Mikey Teo joins the chat, uh, as the kids would say, he joins the line, and that's what really opens things up for the Warriors here. Because Teo is such a threat with the ball in his hands, Houston's defenders are kind of forced to stop their drift for a split second in case Teo decides to take off. This creates just enough space for Mika Cruze on the wing, which Cruze an incredible threat with ball in hand as well, takes full advantage of. He drops just a devastating stutter step on Sabercats winger Zach Godfrey here, who again is just a step or two late because of Teo's line. And after that, Cruze is off to the races. Paula Bellicana, playing fullback in this match for Houston, is forced to step up and take Cruze, obviously. But Cruze does a great job to make sure Bellicana has to commit to him and keep his arms free to find the streaking Teo, who's run a great support line with a really nice offload. Teo then finishes it off and dots it down for the score. One of two that he had on the day, Cruze had two himself, and Matt, almost every single one of those involves some combination of both of them in support of the other. Question. Yes. Do you know what two tries in rugby is called? I do not. It's a brace. So each of those two gentlemen, Mikey Teo and Mika Cruze, had a brace. A brace. That's a, I learn something new every day. That's a great uh, – is there a reason it's called a brace? That's in next week's episode, that answer. But continue yeah, with your it. segment, Zach Attack. Right. So each had a brace in this game. Uh, and, you know, they took advantage of a Houston back three that was a little bit different than their normal starting lineup. Uh, I mentioned earlier, Bellicana was playing fullback for them. They were missing Matias Freire and Zach Pangalinen. Um, so, you know, they, they had a couple new wingers in the game, uh, including Zach Godfrey, who I mentioned earlier as well, uh, and Bellicana a bit out of position. So perhaps that's a reason they're able to take advantage, uh, you know, the Cruze Teo connection. I notice that you keep mentioning your fellow Zachs. Somebody has to shout us out, Matt. You know, we, we are an underrepresented group uh, in the MLR, but also the world at large. Uh, so I, I have to give them props, even if it's for not so great uh, things like uh, Zach Godfrey in this moment. Continue. Just an offensive explosion around the league, Matt, this week. Uh, not, you know, a lot of teams putting up 50 points uh, on their opponents. It, you know, whether or not this is their, you know, offenses kind of finding their groove finally or just a lack of defensive play, I'm not sure. But it was impressive to watch. Was there a memo that went out that said, hey, guys, it's touch this weekend? 
I, it's possible the league says let's get some let's get some points on the board. Let's make it exciting here. Uh, it was there was not a lot of uh, tackling happening. This was like you know watching the the old days of ice hockey between the Edmonton Oilers and the Quebec Nordique. It's just wide open old fashioned hockey. It's crazy, but it's like the NBA All Star game. I think there's a little bit of offense is starting to find their groove here, Matt, and some you know some combinations of, of playmakers getting finally getting on the same page. Uh, so we'll see if defenses can adjust. But um, and I'll, actually, another thing I wanted to mention, Matt, if it's two tries is called a brace, is there a word for three tries? Is that just a hat trick as well? A hat trick. It is a hat trick. Okay. Hat trick. Well, uh, in this game, Robert Povey for the fly half for the SaberCats, formerly of the Utah Warriors, had himself a wonderful revenge game. Uh, with a hat trick of tries himself. Unfortunately, it wasn't enough to get the W, but he definitely played his heart out, and that was uh, impressive to watch as well. All right. Well, I want to make a final note. I want Michael Baska to grow back that ridiculous mullet that he was sporting when he was with the gold. That's my request for Michael Baska. Uh, final thoughts, Zach? Uh, just a great weekend, uh, Matt. It, it's really anybody's league at this point. You can see it with teams like Houston and Utah who, you know, coming in with – some close losses on their record. Now Utah three and three in third place in the MLR. You know, they, they both have a chance at winning this thing. Uh, again, it's just wide open. Well, I, I think the only thing that's going to stop the Giltinis is a hamstring or a calf muscle tear for some of those more mature superstar backs. But, boy, they are lethal. It, yeah, it's a long season. But, yeah, I, again, I, by wide open, I meant for second place. Um, Fair enough. Uh, clearly defined, but don't count out those Gilgronies in the West because they are now finding their stride on the offensive end of the ball. But maybe that'll be next week's Zach Attack, a Gilgronies segment. But in the meantime, thank you, Mr. Zach Lanning, for this week's Zach Attack, the big play breakdown on Rugby Wrap-Up. And that's all the time we have for now. Please check out Zach's other big play breakdowns and our other segments on Rugby Wrap-Up, including our Major League Rugby Show. Our global rugby recap. What are the odds? Our Major League Rugby Sports Bet Show with the Philly Godfather, John Bradshaw Layfield, the WWE legend, and Gifty Bailu, Martial Law. And please sign up for our American Red Cross Rugby Wrap-Up Blood Donor Team. <laughs>